0: All right, hello everyone. Welcome back to the Bloom Podcast. It is your host Akuna O, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about failure. I'm going to talk about how I have learned from my failures and what I've learned from like my recent experiences. And also, I'm going to talk about a little bit how we have a choice on when we face our failures, on how to move on. And I feel like a lot of us know about it, but we don't know where to move on. So I'm going to talk about it. Um. So I want you guys to sit back, relax, um, just take in this episode. Um, it's going to be super chill, super relaxing. Um, if you have any questions or anything like that, of course, DM me at Akuna Designs. But yeah, that's what this episode's all going to be about. So as, as I said before, sit back, get a cup of tea, get a cup of coffee, get some warm water, water, just relax and enjoy the episode. Hey everyone, welcome to The Bloom Podcast. It is your host, Akuna O, and I am so blessed that you listen to this episode. The Bloom Podcast is for the next generation of strong-minded people who want to up their game and take their dreams into their own hands. I cover things on business, entrepreneurship, how to connect with your audience, how to be equal-friendly, and I also talk about how to increase your self-esteem and how to increase your confidence so that you can be the best person you can be in every aspect of your life. So sit back and get ready to be the boss babe of your life all right so hello everyone um it's me and i am back um for another weekly episode um this whole month of september i did solo episodes and honestly it's really nice because i've gotten back to my roots can i say that i don't know um with solo podcasts i actually really enjoy it sometimes it's almost like a therapy session even because even though i'm not like talking to anybody i know you guys are listening which is super cool um but it's like a therapy session for me and I'm just in love with it. Um but the title of this episode is let's talk about failure. Um I know that I am going to experience a lot of failures and I have already and you guys you will or the person listening to this you will experience failures and you have experienced failures and if you haven't yet good good for you. You know, it's going to come and not in a mean way, but it's just like it's part of life. I just wanted to talk about it a little bit because I had a recent experience that I want to share with you guys, and I want to um, grow from it, and I want to help you guys um, grow from it or get some advice from it as well. Um, But I also want to quickly say, as you guys know, before any of the episodes, I do a little chat section. I really don't have that much chat about, but you never know because I usually talk forever. Um, But um, one thing I do want to say is thank you, thank you, thank you thank you. I can't, a million thank yous, um, for listening to my episode. Um, last week's episode blew up. <laughs> um, like I had no idea. Like I was, I just thought it was like a regular, regular episode, you know, talking about ways to be happier, but you guys enjoyed it. And I feel like I got more new listeners as well. As I said, it blew it up. And I was like, every day I was like, oh my God, like I'm growing so fast on, on this episode. Cause you can see your analytics. And I just want to say thank you so much for listening to the episode. It really means the world to me because, I did work hard on it. I tried to make the audio really nice. I tried to make it calming. And I tried to put some good tips. So I, I just want to say thank you. Thank you again. It's pretty weird. I don't know. Like, I was like, I, it's not like I barely do anything with my episodes. Like, I promoted it, like what I do all the time. But I got so many listens. And I just want to say thank you guys so much. And is this crazy? This podcast has literally changed my life for the better. And I just want to say thank you guys so much for listening to my episodes for my regular, you know, weekly listeners. Thanks so much for listening. For the new people, hi, I'm Akuna. Um, I'm a sophomore in high school and I love making podcast episodes and I'm so happy that you're on here. Um, but yeah, so that's one big thing that happened to me this week. Um, what's another thing that's happened to me? Like, I feel like because I'm in quarantine and also like online school and things like that really, have not done much. I've been watching a lot of TikToks. I've been studying a lot. So yeah. Oh, a little thing that's happened to me recently, or not really, I've gotten back to, and that is watching Grey's Anatomy. I watched a couple spoilers a couple minutes ago, and I don't feel bad because I knew what I was doing, but I just wanted to see what happened. But I don't want to say anything because you don't know. You might be in season one, so I'm not going to say anything. But yeah, Grace Anatomy is pretty, pretty darn good. Like, I stopped watching it because I gave up. Because it's so long. And I was like, for it to be so long, it has to be really good. Because the show started a week, a week before I was born. It's literally as old as I am and it's still on. Kind of weird. But, like, that's a little fun fact, I guess. But I was just like, the writers have to be so good and the characters and the storyline and everything and character development has to be so good for it to be renewed for another season and I'm like they're not even tired but you know gotta do what you gotta do but yeah I really liked the episodes so I started watching it again and I went back to it and now I'm like addicted you know you just get in the you know the flow so I'm addicted and also I'm like kind of thinking of working in the meta field And I'm not going to say Grey's Anatomy contributed to that a lot, but Grey's Anatomy did. But I try not to base anything career-wise off of a show. Um, So I've done a lot of research. I love science. I have been just like checking things out and um, being a doctor right now, like in my mind right now, this seems like pretty cool and I would love to do it one day. Like to help others, but I know there's also some parts of medicine that I'm like, you have to mentally prepare for like death or, um, surgery or things like that. So I'm just trying to mentally prepare myself or just taking shots. Cause I just got used to getting my flu shot or this regular shots and I'm like getting it for others. is kind of freaking me out. So I don't know. I said, I say all these things, but these are like essential or parts of the job. But, I mean, there's some things that you just don't like. Like, my mom, she's a nurse. And there's just some parts that she doesn't like and that she's, like, not used to. And I'm like, okay, I'm not crazy. I'm human at the end of the day. So, yeah, I was thinking of either, like, neurology because um, I think the brain is pretty cool because um, it's just so complex. Um, what's another thing that I've been thinking about? Um, family medicine because I feel like that's a little bit chill. I don't know. I will see a range of people. Well, really more – yeah, family medicine. I think it's a range of people. Um, or eternal medicine. It's like more like an adult doctor. That's what I heard. Um, or OBGYN, um, because a lot of people of color or women of color, um, have not had successful birth experiences because of their race or, cause yeah, basically because of their race. Um, when giving birth to their child, and that's so, like such a sad thing because it's supposed to be like a vulnerable moment. It's a very vulnerable moment for the whole fa- family, especially the woman. She's about to give birth to her baby. She's about to be a mother for the rest of her life. And it's kind of weird that like people do this, and women have died, and it's not new, and it's kind of sucks. So, I mean, that'd be one reason that I want to be an OGBYN. But you know, that's the only reason. I don't have really a lot of reasons outside of that. But overall I do want to help others um I just don't know what way um I, I love making this podcast and doing podcasts and stuff like doing podcasting and I am helping like girls and stuff but you know I I don't know I just want to do something bigger than me and I'm not saying my podcast is not I don't know like that's a job like every day and I know it's a very rigorous rigor, ri- rigorous um job and the way how to study and memorize things to get there. I know it's going to be a long road, but for right now, you know, cause I'm in high, I'm still in high school and I'm still fluctuating. But for right now, that's kind of cool. And I keep on like having the thought of like being a doctor, but I always dismiss it. Cause I'm like, eh, I don't know, but I try to block that out and actually analyze and think about it. And it doesn't seem that bad, you know, too bad. I don't know. It seems like a cool job, And also another thing is like, I'm not trying to think of money when it comes to it. Like, yes, doctors get paid a good amount. They're well off people, but that should not ever be a reason why you should be a doctor because at the end of the day, you have people's lives in your hands. And when I realized, I was like, I want to help people. And I realized like with the whole, this whole COVID-19 pandemic. And I just realized how important healthcare is and how important or no, how I how much I took for granted nurses, doctors, um, phys- uh, physician assistants, physical therapists, basically anyone in the um, healthcare industry. I took them for granted. I was like, oh, it's something I do once a year. I get my shot, boom, I'm done. But they do so much more than that. And I just want to say, anybody who is a doctor, or who's in a, studying to be a doctor or to be a nurse, or who's in the healthcare industry or has family, literally, thank you so much for fam- for working so hard to protect um thousands, millions of lives in the States here or in all around the world. Um, because it's just really crazy that this corona Miss Rona has not left. She's still here. She thinks that she's invited. Like she was never invited. Like girl, you need to go. But um yeah, so that's my little spill. I told myself I wasn't gonna talk a lot, but you know, I did just gotta shut up. But I'm gonna talk about my whole experience with failure coming up next hey everyone i want to quickly stop over here and Quickly say this episode is sponsored by dyed by steph mask if you have not heard about dye by steph mask dye by steph is a company that sells tie-dye masks the cutest tie-dye mask um for very affordable prices. Um, it ranges from colors from blue to multicolored to gray from pink It's literally, you can make it your own. And it's so wonderful. If you guys want to check out Dye by Steph, the Instagram link, it's in the show notes, and you can use my code Akuna 20 to get 20% off. Um, I know like you guys want to finesse and look cute when you're going out instead of wearing the boring black or blue mask you guys can make your own tie-dye mask through stuff and for a very very affordable price so go check it out you order through dm so you will have to dm your name, what you want, and maybe in your location, th- your address, and things like that. But also my code, Akuna20. Uh, the code will be in the show notes if you do not know how to spell my name, things like that. But I really hope you guys check it out because Die by Stuff is literally an amazing brand. The packaging is amazing. Stuff is amazing, and the masks are absolutely wonderful. They do not fall off your face. They're really soft. They don't um, make your ears hurt. I've been using this for months now, and it's literally amazing. And I'm so happy that I got it because I even used. The tie by die by stessa mask more than my regular mask now because it just don't fall off, it's comfortable and things like that. So you guys should definitely use it. Remember to use my code akuna 20 to get 20% off. Now into the episode. Okay, so we are back. I'm back better than ever, and we're gonna talk about failure. So I'm gonna give you a little backstory of who I am as a person when it comes to failure. Before high school and still now, I get things my way. And not in like a spoiled way, but in an academic way. I work really hard and I want, I already planned my life out. and I'm like, okay, I want this. I want that. If nothing goes by that, I'm like, okay, I need to change it up or something's going to happen to me and I'm going to go crazy. I know. I overthink a lot and I get overwhelmed so at school, especially in middle school, like they really like you know, chill, you want to change your schedule, okay, change your schedule, um get an easy A, you get an easy A. Like it's just boom boom boom, like super it was a very simple lifestyle. And then freshman year, I solidified the I solidified that the idea of going to an Ivy League university and I watched a ton of college decision um, acceptances and I started watching these type of videos my 8th grade year because in my county, um even though like I have a high school that I'm bound to, like, because, like, I live in the area. You also can apply to programs. So we had a STEM program. We had a, um, a creative art program that I got accepted to. There is a private school that um, that is like, you know, scholarships. There's, like, my program and my school. And there's other programs. So it's, like, almost, like, college type B, but, like, it's not. It's high school and things like that. Um, But it's not like a thing of like, oh, it's like a level up in college applications. No, it's just like a higher honor. that's how I think about it. So yeah, I started watching those type of videos and I was like, okay, like I remember when I was thinking about Harvard, I was like, no, I'm not going to Harvard. Like, come on, it's Harvard who gets accepted to Harvard. But at the end of the day, there are people who get accepted to Harvard every year, so I was like, okay, I'm just gonna put all my faith in that. And now I'm like so set on Harvard that I don't even know. I love Harvard. <laughs> I literally love watching the blogs. I love Boston. Even though I've never been, I love it through the videos. <laughs> um, and I was just so set on it. And freshman year, I worked very hard. Um, and I still work very hard, but you know, how I'm already a sophomore, so what can I say? <laughs> um, so yeah, I worked really hard and one class that I wasn't used to was French. I love my French teacher. She's so nice. Um, but I've never taken a foreign language before. Um, besides English, I understand Yoruba. I'm trying to practice speaking it, you know, a little bit well so I can keep the culture in my family. And if you don't know what Yoruba is, Yoruba is a language in West Africa, specifically in Nigeria. It's part of the Yoruba culture or Yoruba tribe type of thing. And that's what we seek. So and I grew up there for four years. So I kind of like picked up the language. I understand it f- fluently, but I can't speak it all the way. I'm like really shy. You know, when you're learning a new language, it's kind of like, uh, I don't want to butcher it um, or I forgot the word. So it's just, I'm still learning it, but I really want to, you know, get it there. So that's the only two languages that I really know. After that, your girl is done. Your girl does not know anything. And I was like, okay, I want to do French. I want to go to France and try to speak a little bit of French, you know, a little messy beaucoup, all that, (laughs) all that stuff. And yeah, so first quarter was amazing. Second quarter, it went downhill. I got every best score or grade in my class. I got a C. And maybe people would be like, okay, kind of like, whoa, like a C is super good. Like if I got a C, like I'll be okay. Or a C is not even that bad. And for me, who's always gotten A's or B's, just personally, I've never seen myself drop so low. And I don't want to brag or anything, but I'm just like talking about my experiences. For someone for the last two years, three years, constantly getting on a row and constantly getting a 4.0 GPA, when I got that C, I my stomach fell. Like, it fell down. And I was working so hard to bring it up to at least an 80%, an 80%, This a low B%, not a C and I couldn't and I was going crazy because I was like oh my god like I just ruined my chances to go to Harvard and I was like "Okuna," and I and back in the back of my mind I was like "Okuna, this cannot be your mindset for the rest of high school because you literally be drained and I talked to my god's counselor she was like wait like colleges don't look at your quarter to quarter grades they look at your overall grade and if you can you know overall get your grades together you'll be totally fine And I was like, bet. And I started working so hard. It was very hard, you know, still hard. But I was like giving myself little goals like, okay, get to a B or get to a 75, things like that. And I'm not going to say I was the only one in that class. There are other people who were like getting low scores. But this was my lowest ever, like ever. And if I got a C on something, it was like probably a mistake. And they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. And they put it back and I'm in an A or in a B. So I wasn't used to that and how this all rounds up into failure is I put this unrealistic pressure on myself my mom is such a chill mom my mom like she wants me to go to college like I mean I want to go to college as well she you know she wants the best for me but she does not put any pressure the way that I put pressure and she's talked about it before she's like you put so much pressure on yourself um, My stepdad doesn't put pressure on myself. My dad doesn't put pressure on me. My brother doesn't, or my brothers don't. Like no one, everybody's so chill. They're so proud of me and I love them so much. But I just put this pressure on myself and I plan and I plan and I cry and I cry. And I think I'm not good enough and I think I'm dumb and I just go crazy. And, and that's one thing I hate about school. Um, I love school but I hate the grade part uh, aspect of it because even in middle school I used to stress over my grades and in high school now there's like it kind of counts it's kind of like whoa let's take a step back and let's like reevaluate things and it just got worse and when I p- mixed in Ivy League on top of it it was not a good mix and I'm not saying Ivy Leagues like want something bad for me but they do want you to take the most rigorous classes that you can take in your area and I'm like <sighs> I was just like oh my gosh like why not why am I not working hard and why I see other people getting A's on this test and why am I getting a C why am I getting a B what's wrong with me I studied really hard why am I getting all this like, like I will have these conversations in my head and I'll beat myself down until I'm so sad and it's so bad and I don't know if you guys experience it as well but I definitely do. And this all relates to what happened this week. Um, so you guys are listening to this on the 25th. And on Monday, I, you know, just checking my grades. Boom, 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 You know, checking my grades. I'm really, like, transparent on here. So I was just, like, out my grades, blah, 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 AA. You know, nice, nice. And then I get a C. And in my head, I'm like, Duh. wait up. I saw a C, and I was just, like, wait the heck up. How did I get a C? And I just started the class. And now I'm fine, but it was just like a mistake or something. But I, no chance, I didn't even email. I didn't calm down. I didn't calm myself down. Full on crying mode. I literally turned off my lights, put off all my fairy lights, put on my candle, put on sad music. I literally tapped in on, on Spotify. Sad music. And listened to Lewis Capaldi and cried my heart out. And I don't think it was only because of that grade, I think I was distressed in general. I love this podcast, but it is a huge commitment, or not a huge commitment, but it is a commitment every week to, you know, get an episode out that you guys will enjoy, and I'm not speaking crap on there, and not blabbing my mouth like I always do, Um, and also school, and also grades, and also extracurriculars, and also COVID, and feeling the need to be productive all the time, and I just didn't know how to, I still don't, because I'm acting like it was like ages ago. How to handle everything. When I was at school, and I talk about this in a couple of episodes back, any of my back to school episodes. When I'm at school, I feel like I'm working towards something. Like I get up in the morning, how to go to the bus stop. I like the hustle bustle lifestyle, even though it can get toxic. Yes, it can. I really like the hustle bustle lifestyle because it motivates me. It pushes me, and I'm not getting motivated by other people working. I'm motivated because I'm busy. It's so weird, but it works. So when I had online school and all I did was like, you know, have my little morning routine and sit down, I lost that motivation. And I was like, only if I was at school, I'll be like always on top of it, doing all this stuff. And I just broke down crying. And one thing I want to say here is it is okay to cry. I'm going to say this again. It is okay to cry. It is okay to put some sad some, some sad music on, be in the dark, and cry your heart out. It is okay. But you had to pick yourself up right after that. You can't just cry for the rest of the week. That is not good. And the reason why I'm saying that is because I always thought that crying was wrong. I'm an emotional person, I guess. But I'm also a person who does not like to cry a lot in front of people. I like crying, like, it's so weird, but I like crying in front of people that I'm comfortable with, like, people like my friends, family, close friends and family, not to complete strangers, it's so weird, but I am that type of person, and I was, like, kind of, like, nothing bad is happening to you, why are you crying, so I will literally stop myself from crying, and that's not healthy, and I've learned that, like, crying sometimes is, like, getting these emotions out, like, crying, like, another plus, which is, don't think about it this way, but another plus is like when you cry your eye like the water from your eyes helps your eyelashes grow like it's kind of weird but i just had to put it in there so i'm like okay like it's okay to cry like i don't know and i just started crying and i stopped complaining about school i wasn't worrying about school i was worrying about my body i was worrying about my how i felt about myself and i've been feeling really low recently and I don't talk about it a lot, which is weird because I'm really, like, transparent on here. And I probably will make a whole separate episode on, like, body image and things like that and trying to feel confident. Because I'm not going to say, oh, these are the five tips to feel confident. And you'll feel confident every day, daily affirmations, which, are, which help. But I'm not going to give you a list. I want it to be so raw and connected, but I just don't feel ready yet. I feel you know, generally confident, you know, eight out of 10, I guess. But I do have my down days. I do feel like, you know, I just have those moments. And I feel like that's normal. Um, But it's also what I'm going to talk about next is it comes to your choice. So I said, it's okay to cry. It's okay to have feelings. Um, but when it comes to failure, and this type of failure is like, you feel like it's a disappointment to yourself because that's what I felt. I felt like a failure to myself. I felt like I didn't study enough. I felt like I never had a right routine. I literally changed my routine, my morning routine and my night routine every week. I felt like I wasn't effective enough. I felt like I was never gonna go to an Ivy League or go to any college. Like I was doubting myself big time. And this was only a couple of days ago. I feel totally better now, but I was doubting myself big time. And all I gotta say is cry. (laughs) Cry. Pray about it. I literally pray to God. Talk to a very close friend that you feel comfortable talking to your feelings about. And if you do not have a friend, because I understand there's some, you know, you might have friend drama, things like that, journal it out. Journal it out or do a voice memo and just record yourself ranting to your phone. You need to get those words out. You need to. Relieve some baggage, some tension, and that's an, a good way. Another one is workout. I didn't work out personally, um, but it's a good way to, like, you know, remove steam. But I feel like the root of this problem that I had was I overwork myself when it comes to school um, academically, physically, mentally, emotionally. I literally, like, just go all out and I get burnt out real quickly. And not in a, like, I'm always motivated with school, but I just get burnt out and I'm just like, how am I going to push through for the next few months? And it's just, I need to stay in tune with myself and not put so much pressure on myself. But it's hard because I'm so used to this. I'm so used to being hard on myself. I'm so used to having high expectations of myself or making the imaginary um, expectations that my family has on me, which they don't, which is so crazy. So it's just understanding you And when you are in these moments, understanding how you're feeling. Like, how does your body feel? Is your heart racing? Are you pulling on your hair? Are you um, in a small enclosed area in your room? Like, I actually want you to, like, sit down a little bit and, like, get out of your body. It's so weird. But, you know, like, think about you looking at yourself and realize, like, this they do a, like a head-to-toe scan of yourself and how you're feeling mentally, physically, emotionally, all that stuff um, because that's important. So yeah, and when it comes to school, I don't really journal. So it's like anymore, and I barely read my Bible, and I'm getting back into it, but it was just like... I was just disappointed in myself. I was like, I'm not a good, I was crying. I was like, I'm not a good Christian. I'm not losing weight. Um, I'm I wanna go to this school and I I don't know what to do. And I'm like, I was so stressed. And it's like, no. So you need to find ways that you can relieve that stress. And for me, that was talking to a friend and crying to a friend. And after my little cry sesh, I felt so much better. Well, I went to bed actually immediately. I didn't finish my math homework. I fell asleep. Woke up the next morning. Did my homework and say thank you. Said thank you to my friend. And I was like, I love you so much, and thank you for like just being there, and having company. Sometimes is just nice to comfort you and to calm you down and to not make you overthink. Cause my best friend knows that I think overthink a ton. So it's just like things like that. Um, so that's my little experiences and things that you can do to get better. Um, but the next tip I wanted, to, or next part that I wanted to talk about, is choices choices. One thing I've learned about failure with failure and accomplishments is that with accomplishments, you can either choose to be satisfied and overconfident. Well, not overconfident, That's not in the same bubble, but satisfied or overconfident or back to work, you know, like, you know, go back to work type of mentality. And like, I don't know how to say it. Like, when you have an accomplishment, you're satisfied and that's that's wonderful. You achieved your goal. But if you're overconfident about it and you're like, okay, I'm not gonna do anything anymore, I'm like satisfied, I'm not gonna work anymore, blah, 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 that is not it. Like you want to go back to work, you want to feel good, all that stuff. If you're overconfident, you will bring other people down. It's not a good road. But if you had a failure, right, you have the choice to either get back up and continue working, or you have the choice to sit there and cry in your own little circle. And that's what I chose. I did not choose for the rest of the week to be sad. I played it, I made it, I listened to good music. I, you know, made sure I ate. I made sure I did my homework at a reasonable time, finished at a reasonable time. I went to bed. I watched a nice show. I did all that and that made me happier and I set it the whole like that set the mood for the rest of my week. And I I don't know if it's better said and done because it feels more easier to just stay there. But at the end of the day, you want to, I know you want to, you want to work and get back to work and not make this a failure anymore and learn from your failure. Because I remember before I never learned from it. I was like, I'm never going to fail. Come on. Why, why talking to me like that? Like you think I'm going to fail? Like, oh my God, like that's so rude of you. Literally, that's going on my mind. But you actually learn from your failures. And You might not learn from it immediately, which is fine. But waiting on that, waiting on what you learned, you know, like waiting on that, you know, like not just forgetting about it, just waiting on it. And you will like realize like, oh my God, I learned this from this, things like that. So it's just like you have a choice. You have the power to change the way you live. You have the power to either not let's say for example like like for me i have the option to give up on my my dreams of going to an ivy league college and you know med school or becoming a doctor or i can get up wipe my tears hug myself love myself talk to myself communicate with myself take care of myself and get back to work those are two distinct distinctive choices and they're they really meet at a crossroad and you have to have that initiative and discipline to choose the better path and it's never going to be easy at first your failure might be way bigger than mine you know mine's about grades your might be, be yours might be about family or a job it might be way bigger than mine but how big or small you have the choice. Don't forget that you have the choice to make it better. It might be way different from your, you know, what you were trying to achieve, but you are taking steps forward, not taking steps backward and becoming depressive and no, and anxious. Like, no, you can take steps forward and learn more about yourself and grow as a person and as an individual and you will be fine. And I mean, that's all I got to say, like, failure is I've learned to accept that I'm going to experience it I can't run away from it and especially with the the field that I want to go to like there's a lot of you know you get a lot of mistakes and it's okay to have a mistake it's okay to have a bad day it's okay to just fail and it used to be such a daunting word to me but now I'm just like get just get yourself back up and that's what I feel like you guys should take away from this episode is get back up. Do not sit in your filth. Do not sit in your sweats. Get up. Get ready. Have a positive start to your day. And get that bread. Get that Get that bag, honey. You know, get that. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that's what I want you guys to take away from this episode is you get to choose your destiny. You get to choose your dream life. You get to dictate what your dreams are. And you get to choose how you want to achieve it, when you want to achieve it, and the ways you want to achieve it. So giving up is never the best option ever. And I hope you guys realize that. Like, it's just super important. And I really just hope you guys, if you guys have any questions like, or you just want someone to talk to, I am literally here. My Instagram is always linked in the show notes. You guys can literally DM me through there. I'm literally available at all times of the day, except for when I go to bed, of course, in my morning routine. But it's just don't overwork yourself. Take time for yourself. Love yourself. Know it's okay to feel this way. Cry it out, right? Just cry it out. Pick the right choice, even if you don't feel like it. Let's say you're depressed and or you feel like really like sad and stuff, and you have to you're on that crossroad, still choose the good path because nobody wants to go on the wrong, bad path. Choose the good path and calm down, because you got this. You're a boss. You are a boss, and you will get there. Think of it. Uh, think of this podcast, the Bloom Podcast. Literally, it means to bloom, to grow, and flowers don't grow just so easily. Some do, but some don't. There's weeds, weeds that are trying to bring them down. Thorns they're trying to bring them down. Um, parasites eating their fruit every every second they you know regenerate one. It's not an easy process, but at the end of the day, they bloom and you see them from far away, and they make you smile, and they smell amazing, and they're just so pretty and cute. And that's how you should think about yourself. There are going to be people who are going to try to bring you down. There are going to be people who are going to wish bad for you, and you need to understand that. And there's going to be people, right, in your life. There's going to be people in your life that's like, you don't know what to do with yourself. There's going to be moments in your life that's like, I feel so dumb. I don't understand anything I'm doing. There's going to be moments in your life you feel like giving up, right? But think of the end, the end destination. There's always light at the end of the tunnel. And you understanding that and waiting for that moment and waiting for your timing and your time, it's okay. It will be fine. And that's what I need to learn as well. Like I know that I'm not perfect and I know that I'm going to have more instances where I'm going to cry and have meltdowns. Like I'm not even ready for junior season or junior year because I know I'm going to have so many meltdowns, but we're not going to think about that yet. But still, I understand I'm going to have more, but I know what I'm going to do at like when I meet these failures. You know, you can cry for an hour or two, but do not cry for the whole day. You know, you can eat ice cream for 30 minutes, but not for the whole day and cry for the whole day and just be in self-pity for the whole day because that brings your mood down and that's not elevate your mood. We want to be elevated. We want to be happy. So is this, yeah, those are all my tips. I mean, this is a really chill episode. It's literally like, it's just me talking to you guys, but these are what I've learned from the past few failures that i put on myself for the first place um that i've just learned from and that i just want to give my tips to you guys so just thank you guys so much for listening to this episode i know i don't know if you guys will like this one (laughs) um hopefully you guys do but i love you guys so much and remember you are worth it and it is okay to cry i'm going to say this a million times but it's okay to cry and you got this and you just need to choose the right path for your dreams and your destinations your dreams are different from anybody else it's your dream not anybody else's your dream and you have the power and the choice to choose to achieve it and get there. And I know you guys will. You guys are amazing people and I love you guys so much. So yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I hope you have an amazing week and I'll see you guys next week for another episode.